From the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery, I'm Josh Young, and this is As Seen From Here. On today's podcast, Cataract Challenges from the ASCRS Winter Update. By combining the best surgical approaches of different specialists, we can do better for our patients and achieve surgical results that we would not have considered possible uh, previously. First this. It wasn't always like this. Before the time of podcasts, physicians had a much more difficult time staying abreast of their fields. Then, in February of 2005, a plucky new podcast, the first for physicians, was released into the wild. That first episode of As Seen From Here was downloaded by absolutely no one, because almost no one had ever heard of a podcast. But the tenacious podcast could not be kept down. Soon, ophthalmologists trickled and then streamed in. And then the plucky little podcast wasn't so little anymore. And it measured uploads not in megabytes, but in terabytes. And downloads not in hundreds, but recorded 10,000 downloads in 103 countries every month. But we really have only one listener we care about. You. This podcast is just for you. Keep it to yourself if you choose. But won't you share it with a friend? And then you and your friend can share a scene from here's sixth birthday with me. How do you learn about handling complex cataracts? Journals and videos are fine, but I learn best at meetings. ASCRS Winter Update is one of my favorites, and this year's complex cataract session was chaired by Eric Donenfeld. We spoke on the day of his session. Your session dealt with the cases that keep us up at night. What's new in the management of cataracts in the context of angle closure? Uh, with angle closure glaucoma, uh, the management has really been facilitated by new technologies that allow the comprehensive cataract uh, surgeon to do surgery that was really not uh, within their realm of expertise previously. And one of the biggest advantages has been that in addition to controlling pressure with osmotic agents and pressure lowering, uh, that now we have found that uh, that performing pars planar sutureless vitrectomy allows the comprehensive surgeon to uh, deepen the anterior chamber, relieve posterior vitreous pressure, and allows us to do controlled surgery uh, that would have been much more difficult previously. By controlling vitreous pressure and allowing the anterior chamber to deepen, it allows working space to perform surgery. In addition to that, uh, it also opens up the angle so that it prevents progressive synecular angle closure for long-term management of intraocular pressure. So uh, this is a new uh, surgical armamentarium 
that has really advanced uh, the cataract surgeon. And I think it's something within the realm of most cataract surgeons. And with the newer vitrectomy models that are available, it's something that I, I feel that the comprehensive cataract surgeon should really avail themselves of the technology and learn how to perform this really vital procedure. What we're talking about here is something more than just a simple vit tap. How am I going to learn to do a procedure like this? The uh, a lot of the new phago emulsification devices for uh, comprehensive surgery now have the ability to perform uh, sutureless pars plane vitrectomy. And as with any new technology, I think the first thing to do is to read about it, become comfortable with it. Uh, we have great videos, and 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 going to the uh, iWorld. Uh, uh, site and looking at these videos will allow you to see some of these uh, great technologies in action. Uh, in addition, um, going to meetings like the Ascris Midwinter Forum here in Florida is is allowing hundreds of ophthalmologists to witness the surgery and and to see video representation of this and and it allows it to be discussed so that uh, hundreds of ophthalmologists will feel comfortable following this meeting, performing this device, performing the surgery. Finally, as with all surgery, if you have someone who's near you, who you can observe and maybe spend some time with who has performed this type of surgery, it's always good to have someone with you in the operating room anytime you do new surgery. Do new surgery. Hey, Eric, Stephen Sarkasian spoke about cataract surgery in the context of uveitis. These are some of the most difficult surgeries that we do. What are some of the take-home messages from this session? Well, I thought he gave a wonderful talk, and uh, what I would like to emphasize is controlling inflammation is really very important, and the preoperative control of inflammation makes cataract surgery much more easy. So we pre-treat patients, and Stephen mentioned uh, pre-treat patients preoperatively, and there's a new corticosteroid called uh, called Durazol, and uh, uh, this steroid is dramatically stronger and really controls inflammation. We also start with non-steroidals preoperatively. Um, we try to do the surgery as atraumatically as possibly, and we use viscoelastics to keep the pupil uh, open. Uh, we want to make certain that we do a good cataract extraction, and we try not to leave any uh, lenticular material behind, and then um, certainly placing the lens in the bag uh, with the aid many times of um, malugan rings or iris hooks to open the pupil to facilitate the surgery, and then postoperatively, uh, many times we will give intracameral corticosteroids, and there's now intracameral triamcinolone that's available, and then we follow up with aggressive postoperative anti-inflammatory management to maintain a quiet postoperative eye with uh, aggressive corticosteroid and non-steroidal therapy. Uh, Stephen mentioned that many times he'll maintain these patients on anti-inflammatory agents for three to four months postoperatively. We make a point of optimizing the, the state of the lid, the health of the lid, uh, prior to cataract surgery, but sometimes lids just can't be made perfect. Can I get you to talk about that a little? Well, Josh, I think that uh, this decade will be known as a decade of bone gland dysfunction. Last decade, we really emphasized the importance of dry eye, and there was the emergence of immunomodulation with anti-inflammatory therapies such as cyclosporin. Uh, this decade, I think we will come to appreciate the, the role that Bowman gland secretions and lipids play in maintaining the ocular surface. And you always have to remember that vision starts with the tear film, and without 
good tear film, we're not going to be successful in our surgical uh, treatments. So that we always evaluate the lids very uh, carefully before surgery and treat. Um, the old standbys of hot compresses and lid hygiene still are important. Uh, in the past, we used oral doxycycline. Uh, there's some new uh, literature that suggests that topical azithromycin may be more important and certainly less have less complications associated with it. So we use topical azithromycin applied to the lid margin on a daily basis for a month on and a month off. And then we continue indefinitely. We've had patients on this therapy now for years uh, with good response. Finally, oral nutritional supplements play a very important role, and that's the one good thing I do for myself, Josh, is I take nutritional supplements. I am nutritionally challenged, but the combination of omega-3s and uh, fish oils, um, there was a paper that was just published um, out of uh, uh, Texas by McCulley that showed omega-3s. Um, they use, I believe, Therateus Nutrition was the brand that they used. Um, uh, reduced dry eye by 90% and, and had significant improvement in lid function so that uh, the combination of, of nutritional supplements, hot compresses, topical azithromycin provide good therapy. For patients who still have not resolved completely, there is a role for oral doxycycline and um, there are more advanced therapies to consider. But I think the important point to take home is that the clinician needs to look at the lids and think about it when uh, evaluating patients for cataract and refractive surgery. And if you do treat patients' lid dysfunction, you will end up with better surgical results. One of the points that you made during your session was to take a multidisciplinary point of view. Um, for those people who weren't fortunate enough to make it to the winter update this year, uh, whom I'm sure will look forward to seeing you next year, um, can, can I just get you to, to outline what this means, what a, what, a, what a multidisciplinary approach means? Josh, uh, ophthalmology has advanced so remarkably in the last decade, and technologies have improved so greatly that when we approach complex management issues in patients undergoing surgery, uh, I like to get the opinion of other specialists who may have different perspectives and different abilities than I do, and many times by combining the best surgical approaches of different specialists, we can do better for our patients and achieve surgical results that we would not have considered possible uh, previously. Advances in cataract surgery, which I am very comfortable with, and advances in refractive surgery that, that you and I are comfortable with, equally important and equally um, efficacious are the advances in retinal surgery and glaucoma surgery and plastic surgery so that many patients benefit from the combination surgical approach of uh, different specialists to achieve optimal outcomes. And the great thing about this meeting is we brought together not just cataract specialists and refractive specialists to the winter update, we brought together glaucoma, uveitis, um, and retinal specialists uh, who taught the people who attended this meeting valuable lessons on how they can improve their surgical outcomes by using techniques that may be considered within the realm of a specialist, but also can be taken uh, by the general ophthalmologist. So it's a very exciting time in ophthalmology, and, and I think that this winter update uh, for ASCOS was really a celebration of the new technologies, and I believe that anyone who attended this meeting really benefited greatly by the uh, 
advances that were uh, given to us by the faculty. Eric, thank you very much. It was a, a, a great session, and I know that there's a lot that I'm taking home from it. Josh, thank you. You do a great job as always. Eric Donenfeld is founding partner of Ophthalmic Consultants of Long Island, co-chairman of Cornea at the Nassau University Medical Center in Long Island, New York. We spoke at the 2011 ASCRS Winter Update. Ask questions of Dr. Donenfeld or any of our previous guests or make a comment about any of the topics we've discussed. These interviews are meant to be the start of a conversation in which you participate. Write to me with your questions or comments at jyoungmd at gmail.com. As Seen From Here is a production of the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery. Be a part of the next podcast. I'm Josh Young.